You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the RX Blue Cloudcast, your pharmacy software business partner, providing the benefits of an all-inclusive cloud pharmacy management solution in Soul Blue Ocean Company. The RX Blue experience is dedicated to helping independent pharmacies prosper through Pharmacy Concierge Client Care, which provides the service and support beyond what you deserve, all the while continuing to empower your pharmacy's operations. RX Blue believes pharmacists need streamlined workflow, intelligent software, and intuitive user interface management that utilizes current cloud technology. With the increasing power of the internet, pharmacies using RxBlue are now more data and natural disaster secure while being able to connect from anywhere 24-7, 365 days per year. This is the RxBlue Cloudcast. We're different, we're better, and we're ready to help you prosper as a pharmacy owner. Please join us in today's episode. You've heard me say this before, 311,000 active pharmacists out there. I mean, think about that. If there's 300 and what, 25 million Americans, the, the need for pharmacists today is greater than ever. And it's not because of your traditional roles. It's not because you're dispensing a medication. That's not it. As a matter of fact, pharmacy technicians and the future of pharmacy technicians in this industry are going to be significant, making way, paving way for pharmacists to be the clinicians and providers that you are. I'm excited because today we are interviewing, I said 311 million pharmacists. There are over 600,000 active pharmacy technicians in this nation. These people are the right hand of the pharmacist. They are the operators, they are the person that are engaging our patients, our customers, our community, and they're part of this. And I am excited to have a certified pharmacy technician with us today, Olive Santana. Olive, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation and this special three-part series that's sponsored by RX Blue, which we're going to talk about. Welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. So tell our listeners who want to know about you. Tell us about where you are in this amazing nation that we're in and what pharmacy you're with and what you do. Okay, so my name is Olive Santana, and I am a lead technician in a mountain community, a small mountain community, Idlewild, California, at the Idlewild Pharmacy um, that has been there since the late 70s. And I've been working at this particular pharmacy for over about 13 and a half years. And this community really depends on this pharmacy because, like I said, we're up in the mountains, so the closest one is down the hill in either Palm Desert or Hemet, which is about 25 miles away. So they they really do depend on our, not even our storefront, but on our services as being a pharmacy there to provide you know their medications, uh, especially during winters when it snows. So during the pandemic, that was insane. I, I don't know what it, I mean, I could only imagine what it's like in city. Um, from the news, but being that we're in such a small community, that really shook people up and we weren't sure how to handle things. So tell me about the community. First of all, how large is your community? And then tell me the distance between your pharmacy, the next pharmacy, and the closest hospital, the closest physician office. Like, 
because I'm in Fayette County, Pennsylvania. Um, things are pretty condensed, but when you get up into our mountains, there's hardly anything around, maybe a gas station. So tell us about that. Okay, so Idlewild is a small community about um, we're a mile up, so they consider it the mile high town. Um, but there's just maybe over 5,000 people there. The closest hospitals, just like the pharmacies, you're looking at about 25 to 30 miles or so. It's kind of tricky sometimes, you know, we have to really try to be on our guard, like especially if doctors and from the hospitals and stuff send scripts and we have to kind of be aware and try to have these things ready for these people who are traveling up the mountain back home, you know. Yep. That's uh, sounds like sounds like us. I mean, we're in the southwestern area by uh, the mountains between West Virginia and Pennsylvania. And, and it's intense, like you're certain sections that are very sparse. And, you know, I think of how technology is helping us to, um, you know, pull this gap in in these pharmacy desert areas, which there are pockets of that that are some are better off. You and I are probably much better off than other people, like in Montana, for example, or uh, areas where there's just not as much, you know, condensed populations. So technology really is becoming so much more important, and internet connectivity is so much more important. Absolutely, I think one of the greatest things ever was the e-scripts. You know, it was just like, oh my gosh, it's about time. They don't have to, you don't have all these paper scripts coming in you can, you know, it's just way easier to, for everyone, you know, to send things electronically and faster and they're not always accurate, but yeah, <laughs> that just really saves a lot. So. Olive, I'm guilty of interviewing pharmacists a whole bunch and not interviewing enough um, pharmacy technicians. And I want to hear about your perspective on the technology that runs and operates your pharmacy, because think about that, 600,000 plus pharmacy technicians. So that means for every one uh, pharmacist out there, there's two of you there that are on their right and, and left-handed sides doing everything, doing everything except the final review of the prescription and then consulting with the with the patient and being the, you know, the doctor of medicine, but basically everything else under the sun and operations you guys are touching. So let's talk about RX Blue from your perspective. And I really want to know, you know, how did you get connected with that company? What do you think of this cloud-based technology and the functionality that what it can do for your operations as the lead technician? Yes. So actually, um, I have known the creators of RX Blue, like Vince and Ron and stuff for probably, well, since the beginning, um, close to 20 years when, especially, or when they had, were working with other companies um, beforehand, because I know they were a part of what used to be PPC. And then when that company got bought out, they created Opus Touch and the pharmacy I'm currently working at, we were, I believe we were the beta site for Opus Touch when that came out. And so when RX Blue became available, um, we actually were the beta site for that as well. So I was able to see the software and get it firsthand and learn on it. You know, we were like the first pharmacy to do that and get give input and everything like that of what 
they were developing. So yeah, we go back a long way. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, I really enjoy talking with Vince because he's so down to earth. Um, we talk about the industry a lot and the insights that he has as a technologist and how he sees how coding and algorithm and the use of databases and the coming of artificial intelligence. Him as a technologist, we, we need more of those. We need more vents out there that are building things that not only work well, but are keeping up with the times. They're keeping up with the modern modernization. I can't get that word out. <clears throat> See, that's why I'm not a pharmacist because I can't pronounce names <laughs> of, of drugs and, and words, but the modernization of technology and how you have to have things that work simple, but also present you with advantages as an operator because of everything you guys are challenged with, uh, the PBMs and, and the way that you're paid and all this stuff. So your technology has got to work. So as you know, Cypress is independently owned and you think, do you find that you know, comforting in today's world where we have all these big, huge conglomerates and investment companies who aren't really like personally vested in the everyday usage. But when I think of companies that I like working with, I like that they understand what I'm going through. And that's what RX Blue kind of has told me the story of, of why they're doing what they're doing. So what do you think about that? Like, do you find it, is that a, is that a difference between other companies that you may consider using, other technology companies you may consider using? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I've worked on a lot of different software programs throughout different pharmacies I have worked at, and especially chain pharmacies where it's just some of the worst <laughs> programs um, or software that you could try to smoothly do anything on. They worked really hard and still do to customize anything that might be more helpful for you. Um, they really do listen to your input. And if there's anything that they can do to make something easier to function and just like, or just almost anything really, um, unless it's completely out of their realm. But um, I like that because if you go to, you know, Rite Aids or Walgreens, I can't imagine, I don't know who tested their sites or how they work, um, how they, developed that but I I wouldn't imagine that you know they're the people who develop it would care to hear any input of what could work better or can we change this or is this possible you know so yeah with the RX Blue and it's super easy for me I've always found it to be the easiest thing to use because everything's just like right there on one screen you're not hopping around um it's just really accessible so and I like how they do listen and they will try to work with you and try to develop it, you know, to make it more functional in any way that they can, you know, that you need it. Yep. So before we started recording all of, I was telling you how I grew up on a farm at, um, which farm at is considered like a small farm, not this like huge thing. And I had chickens and ducks and we had a couple of sheep and stuff like that. And Imagine today, if I'm if I was still living there, if I had bought that farm from my parents or did something, if I was living that far away from 
the major city, I would have relied on obviously internet connectivity. Now, where I live, unfortunately, my house has horrible internet connectivity. I cannot stream a movie, uh, the white, white, you know, Netflix is choppy. I can't work out there. So that's why I actually moved into Brownsville, into the town, the closest to me and rented a space and built this studio was because the internet connectivity out there is horrible. But if I did have internet connectivity and I was a technician and I was worried about a heavy day or something happening, it's amazing that in my day, like when I started in pharmacy, our, our servers were on premise. I mean, they had to be in the pharmacy, obviously, and they had to be loaded and they had to be managed and tape backups and all this, you know, silly stuff that drove us crazy. So you remember that. And now you're, you're, you live on a farm as well or, or out in the country. And if you have internet connectivity out there, you can actually do so much with this system. I want you to tell us from an operator's perspective what that means to you. So here's an example. And likewise, we barely got Fios Wi-Fi out here just a few years ago um, where I live. So that's really helped. But um during certain like power outages or anything that would happen up in Idlewild at the pharmacy, I if I have power here at home, because I live about 45 minutes away, um, I'm able to come home and open up the program on my laptop and continue to work there and it stores everything. So because it's cloud-based, when we the store opens back up, power comes back on, then you know, everything's saved and everything's printed out and like we're ahead of the game and ready to go. So that's been really helpful. And with the pandemic as well, I did work a few days from home um, versus being on site at the pharmacy and was able to process and take care of claims and like listen to messages because it's IVR, you know, our phones are IVR based and everything um, here at home. So that was able to try to try anyways, to keep up with the demand of just how crazy that was. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> that is cool because I, I wish I had good internet connectivity out there. You're, you're at least lucky. I mean, I, I don't care how far out in the country I live. As a matter of fact, I love the country. Absolutely. I'm close to Pittsburgh. I can be in Pittsburgh in an hour, but I love going downtown for a game or out to eat or a show, but I do not want to live in that condensed city atmosphere. It's just not me. So Olive, I want your opinion on this. I have heard from pharmacy owners and I've talked with thousands and, and have heard um, different opinions of things that are disruptive in their pharmacy. And I always have asked an owner, so what's the worst thing that you guys can go through, you know, as an operation, um, not, not including natural disasters. And they said, changing wholesalers or changing software systems. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then now there's an argument. I just went to dinner last night with two of my friends from Pittsburgh, both pharmacy owners, and Chris Antipas and Sean Aaron, um, and they're great friends of mine. We hang out and talk pharmacy. And I said, what's worse? And they argued between, is it wholesaler or is it changing pharmacy software? So tell me about, have you ever experienced the changing of a pharmacy software system? Both, yes. Um, so we've changed pharmacy software systems at this particular pharmacy anyways, three times. Um, when, when I started working there, we used PPC, then we switched to Opus Touch, and then we switched to RxBlue. 
And you can expect to be behind um, probably at least a couple weeks while everything's transitioning over to like new script numbers, copying images, just trying to, yeah, organize everything. Um, and it was kind of funny when we got RX Blue, it was actually given to us on April Fool's Day. And that was kind of <laughs> like, okay, here we go, you know, and we were all there late just trying to input everything, try to catch up and still learning the software. So it, it's just expect to be behind a while and have some late nights. <laughs> this April Fool's, I want you to send an email out to everybody in your company in, in the pharmacy and say, um, we have an announcement to make. We are changing to a different pharmacy software program. And um, it can be your April Fool's joke. Oh, my. They'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> We're barely learning this one. <laughs> so, um, so talk about the training, though. Talk about that training experience of getting up and running on on a system that was different than than what you were used to. Um, well, with this particular one, it's pretty straightforward. Um, so, and even now we have newer employees that we're teaching how to use the system. So, you know, once we go through like processing a couple of scripts, they kind of see how it's just as really smoothly and easy to just flow through um, and do these things. So within honestly, like two to three days, they're already processing scripts. It's the, it's like the rejections and things that they get hung up on and they don't know what to do, which is, you know, normal. But as far as like just basic usage, looking at profiles and, you know, and starting to figure out how to run these scripts, it's pretty smooth, pretty smooth uh, training for them. It, it's, pretty straightforward so they're like oh okay this is easier than i thought and i'm like yeah <laughs> not not that hard you know just the other things that you have to learn over time and you know overrides and stuff that's what takes time so so what about like the simplicity of use and, and kind of intuitive knowing how to run reports or do something that that would be out of the box maybe in in normal workflow like how intuitive how simple is it um, pretty simple. Cause even when we have to match inventory for, um, like our controlled medications and comparing it to the wholesalers inventory pages, I mean, we have someone who helps our pharmacist work on that and she's knows, you know, it's simple to pull up reports of what's come in and what's logged in into the system into RX blue. And then being able to print out from our wholesaler and compare it and match it. So she learned that really quickly, like, oh, okay, that's how you print out the report. That's what I need to type. That's easy, you know? So it's it's a pretty friendly user program, especially in my opinion. Like, I think it's like the easiest one I've ever worked on. All right, so nothing is perfect, all of, I know this. Uh, I love my iPhone, but um, it's, you know, it gets, quirky and sometimes I have to turn it off and on to make it work the way that I want. And I've had issues with my Apple account where I've had to call customer service. That was horrible. I would call customer service and I would wait forever to get a, a representative. Once I get a representative, they're usually pretty 
pretty good to deal with, but getting in a representative is like really, really hard. So I'm, I'm thinking of you, I'm thinking of something comes up in the system. Either you have a question or something you think is, is wrong. It's not working right. Talk to me about that experience because that's almost more important than the functionality and the value of the software is the actual customer service to ensure that your operations doesn't come to a standstill. Yeah. So it's really easy to get a hold of service if you need have questions. It's usually Ron who we get a hold of um, texting or calling. And unless he's super swamped, he will text you, you know, I'll call you in a minute or, um, yeah, it's, he'll always get back to you within maybe even an hour or so. We've never had a problem having to address issues or getting through to someone. Um, they're always there to help you and get back to you if they don't answer like right away. But no, I don't have any complaints with that. They're, they're, he's really good at trying to help you out right on the spot and fix things. If something's not working correctly, you know, within minutes, if not, you know, if you needed, or even if you needed to like add some certain, um, function, you know, function that would take a little more time, That's and, cool. you know, and he would discuss it with Vince and then, you know, usually within like a day or so, then that feature is added onto your software program. So yeah, they're, they're really, they're really good at, for one, getting back to you or answering you quickly and then working with you as quickly so as they can to fix the problem. Or you're talking add to or take away something an enormous audience, like so software. not to put any pressure on you, Olive, but you're reaching a bunch of pharmacy owners. You're reaching other um, pharmacy technicians who are listening. People that own pharmacies are listening. Yeah. So what do you tell those people listening why you would choose this system over another system? Like what stands out the most um, in your opinion as, a, as, a, as the lead technician? I believe it's the ease of the whole system itself. Um, I've worked on other systems where you have to hop from one screen and open another screen to see something or if you mess up on something, you have to start all over again. This, while some people get a little overwhelmed when they see it right off the bat, because there's so much on one screen, it's actually really, really nice to have all of that on one screen because you don't have to keep looking in different spots. Um, and you're able to work so many different things off of like just that one, like right when you look at it, all you know, all the functions of processing, editing, you know, voiding is all just like right there. So it's not like you have to go to a separate section or do anything. It, it's just, in my opinion, like I said before, super friendly, um, user friendly. It flows well. And the owners, creators, they're just really willing to work with you and customize and help you out should you ever need it as quickly as they possibly can. Like it's just a really good customer service and the, the program just to me works really smoothly, super easy. We've had some fill-in pharmacists come in just for even a day or two. And they're just like, wow, this software's pretty easy to use. And we're like, yeah, you know, so. <laughs> so in my software days, I, I used to 
I used to talk with pharmacy owners that ran institutional pharmacies for senior care, and I didn't really understand the prescription by prescription workflow. It was always in a batch of prescriptions where you had similar things happening for a bunch of different patients that may be at a nursing home. And those orders that were repeated in cycles, whether it was 30-day cycle or 15-day cycle or or regardless, there was a workflow that went, went along with that in the process of your prescription from the time you get it from e-prescribing or you get it handed to you and you scan it into the system to the time that the patient walks out of the pharmacy with their, um, with their you know, medication refill or new medication. That's a workflow. So talk to us about that workflow and, and your opinions of either what, what works really well, or even if you have an opinion on what needs to, um, needs to be changed. When we get new scripts coming in, um, it's usually oldest to newest, and then they have um, different flows for like cycling, like people who want to be automatically, you know, their prescriptions automatically filled every month. So then there's a separate workflow for that and a separate workflow for people who call in and then just punch in their numbers. So I've never had a problem. Like there's three different sections that you go to for that. So I've never had a problem going through all those workflows. We're usually pretty caught up with those. So all of as a, as a pharmacy technician, you're looking out to our pharmacy industry. What is happening in pharmacy right now that you, in your opinion, really needs to change to make things better for our patients as well as our, our workers, our pharmacists, our technicians? Uh, especially with, um, which is a good thing and not, um, sometimes it's just more frustrating, but it's a good thing, I guess, regulations on all the narcotics and everything. And, you know, that we have to go through now and really strictly enforce that doesn't always make people happy, um, at all. And also the amount of responsibility being added on to our pharmacists and um, pharmacies in general, as far as like managing, uh, what do they call it? MTM. Um, Medication therapy management. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that um, it takes a lot of time and that they're trying to, which is not that they don't do their job. You know, they do manage your medications and look at things. That's what a pharmacist's job is but just kind of the added pressure and the, you know, we're going to lower your reimbursements and take all this stuff away from you unless you show us that you're doing this more, you know, it, it's like those kinds of things. It's just really frustrating. And, and so now like how we talked earlier um, beforehand, community pharmacies, especially like we feel it a lot. You can't, you don't feel like you can really be out there to help the community because now you're having to start to pinch pennies for everything and it kind of makes you feel yeah. bad when you were able to do that before and now it's just like yep. no it's kind of everyone for themselves now we, we can't uh, you know offer this service or okay. you know just go ahead and dispense this because we're losing too much money on it it's it's, it's those kind of pressures and things it's just it sucks um that's what i feel going on it's just like way too much more responsibility for things that should already, you know, they should already be getting paid to, for, you know, this dispensing 
being this, and now you're saying you're not going to pay it unless right. you show that you're providing more of this, which takes more time. And yep. yeah, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> yep. Do you have, how long do you have a commute into work? Um, yeah, it's about 45 minutes. Okay. So there's a series out there. I want you to go to Google and I want you to put in PBM, pharmacy benefit manager, PBM reform podcast series. And I want you to listen to it. It's so educational. It'll give you insights into things from a multitude of different sources, including, you know, uh, people that are pharmacists that have become politicians that really understand the insides of it. But that will really help. That will really help bring things to light so that you can share things with other technicians as well as other business associates in pharmacy so that we can actually make change happen. And from a technological perspective, change has happened and RX Blue is there leading it. And I love their approach. I love this. Have you ever heard of the Red Ocean and Blue Ocean? I have not. There's a book called The Blue Ocean, and it's a strategy. It's a business strategy. And it basically says, if you want to fish in the same waters as other fishermen that are all competing, then the ocean turns red because of all of the catching of the fish and chopping up the fish and, you know, the, basically the blood in the water. And that's, that's a competition term. Well, what if your pharmacy started doing dermatology and compounding creams and makeup and pharmacogenomics and, you know, MTM cons consults and, you know, having an embedded clinic inside and partnering with dentists and like, you really start like really opening up to the community. Now you're thought of as a boutique, you're thought of as a specialty pharmacy kind of, and you're thought of this community provider of total encompassing healthcare after meeting with your, your physician, you're handed off to the community pharmacy that's doing these crazy things. And that means you've moved into the blue ocean instead of having all this churning competition of always the same old, same old thing. You're now this provider of other services and care and the way that you treat your patients is so important. And that's exactly what this RX blue team has done is they've created this new way of running your operations based on this technology. That's why I'm, I get so excited to talk to people like you, Olive, because you're the users. So you're the ones that really should be leading the charge and what happens, you know, next in, in functionality, of the system. And I was really excited to have you on today. You know, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. You were listening to the pharmacy podcast network. We were on with Olive Santana. She's a certified pharmacy technician, the lead technician at Idlewild Pharmacy. And we always thank you for listening. Stay tuned. We have episode three of this series coming up. And I want to give a shout out to Vince Costanzo and his team at RX Blue. You can find more information at rxblue.com. That's rxblu.com, RX Blue. And we always thank you for listening. We thank you for everything you're doing for our industry. You pharmacists, you technicians, reach out to us if you ever need anything, any advice, anything about your career, any questions, and we're always here to help. And thank you so much for listening to The Pharmacy Podcast. 
There's a concept in advanced business schools called the Blue Ocean Strategy, which is the simultaneous pursuit of differentiation, low costs, and high value to open up a new market space and create new demand. Blue Ocean Strategy is about creating and capturing uncontested market space, thereby making the competition irrelevant. The metaphor of red and blue oceans describes the market universe. Red oceans represent all the industries in existence today, just like many of the independent pharmacy software systems currently available in this space. In the red oceans, industry boundaries are defined and accepted, and the competitive rules to the game are known to service providers and customers alike. Pharmacy software companies try to outperform their rivals to grab a greater share of product or service demand which leads to poor support and lacking software. As the market space gets crowded, prospects for profit and growth are reduced. Many pharmacy software providers have become hedge fund commodities, which then drives cutthroat competition and turns the ocean bloody, hence the term red oceans. 